with a cup of water in his hand. Inspiration in the other and a belly full of fire. Welcome to Tales from the Sweatshop with Llewellyn. With Llewellyn. With What's up, Llewellyn. everybody? It's Llewellyn, Llewellyn, the fifth foodie. Happy, happy, great, wonderful day. Hope you're having a uh, better today and a beautiful tomorrow. But uh, today's episode, I really want to just sit down and break down my personal story to give you some inspiration. Uh, one of the things I started when I uh, came up with the concept of uh, Llewellyn the Fit Foodie was to focus on how I can actually be better just at being a better human, being a better person. Um, for me, it was a struggle and a journey to sit down and really look at myself in the mirror and make a decision to say enough is enough. Uh, the thing that really drove me to the place that uh, – that really propelled me to this, this journey. Uh, what pushed me forward was the fact that, well, the tip of the iceberg was me bending over to tie my shoes. <laughs> Something as simple as tying my shoes, uh, literally shut my whole life down. So I had to really make a different kind of decision. I had to really come up with a different way. Um, so that's, that's why I created this Llewellyn, the fifth foodie plan. Now there were a lot of small dominoes that fell that led up to that pyramid moment, right? For me, um, it all started when I had kids at 19. I'm an ex-football player. Uh, I had a pretty uh, pretty storied past as far as playing football. You know, All-American, uh, selected to all-star teams, team captain. I played pretty much every position on the field, excluding quarterback, cornerback, um, and rarely uh, like like center, you know, or the hiker. But I was a... I pretty much played on the field uh, nonstop, but that allowed me to really learn how to connect with my body uh, at a young age. And that helped me really uh, just become a healthy person that built a great foundation for my life. But I let all that go after I, after I had kids. My first child uh, with my ex at 19 uh, was rather devastating. I wasn't really prepared for that. Having children at 19, I wouldn't suggest anyone does that, especially in, in this day and age. But um, if you do have kids young, then I think the most important thing you can do is sit down with your life and say, okay, this is going to be a journey for the next 18 plus years. How do I incorporate this child plus myself, plus honestly, uh, weight loss goals, uh, being healthy in that lifestyle, having a child and, and really trying to be a good father, whether you have a, a son or a daughter. And like I said, for me, it was really tough because um, my foundation wasn't right from the start. I didn't have a great mentor as a father. Uh, my mother uh, had her own struggles in life. And personally, nobody gave me the attention uh, that, that a child in the ghetto with no direction, no support and chaos surrounding him, uh, should have to really bring him out of that space. Thank, uh, everything that's positive in life that I found football, to be honest, because football gave me an outlet for my anger, for my frustration, for my self doubt, uh, for my pity. And it gave me a platform for me to put all those things to the side and focus on what was important. And football will teach you, if anything, the only thing that's important is the next play. Live in the present and prepare for the next play. And living in the present for me was really just every time, um, you know, that ball 
was down on the field, that was me being reborn. That was me having a chance to really start over because I can always do better if I push myself and I can show in that moment and you get multiple moments. And the more you perform, uh, the more you stay on the field. Thus, I lived in this era of self-created uh, success based upon what punishment I could impose on a on an opposing team, uh, whether I was making great tackles or uh, blocking somebody or blindsiding somebody or running somebody over because I was a fullback or a uh, tight end or, you know, playing defense and, you know, breaking, breaking young men down. You know, uh, one of the greatest things that happened to me on the field is I remember I hit a quarterback and when he got up, his shoulder was literally touching his hip. I broke his clavicle and I didn't really know what that was as a young man, but that was really like a wow moment for me. Uh, but it helped me secure the fact that my body was an important tool for me to get what I wanted. Now, I had no idea that was going to be something that helped me later in life. But at that time, it was the thing that kept me out of trouble. So thank God for that. Thank, you know, uh, whatever you believe in for that. And as I had children, um, the difficult part became balancing life with that, balancing the fact that I need I needed to be a father and I wasn't wasn't raised to be uh, anything other than uh, an athlete, to be honest. And. Now I have a whole life in this world and I didn't know what to do. And then I was hurt, uh, not playing football, but working, um, working during the summer, preparing to go take one of the scholarships I had received. So once I got hurt, my whole life changed. I mean, everything. I couldn't lift the same level of weights. I couldn't run the same, my knee, my back. I mean, things were just kind of messed up from the car accident. So once I really had to reset that, um, I focused on my children. Now, anyone that has children or experienced uh, uh, parenting knows it's a lot of work. I mean, kids are a lot of work. I mean, them little things. Boy, I love I love my children. But I tell you, there are times when I realize that um, I, I think it's easier just to, you know, be by yourself. I mean, you can focus now. Uh, you can do things and build on yourself. Then having children makes sense. But having children young was was a blessing and a curse for me because I gave myself completely up and I gained so much weight over the time period from when my children were born, my first child, all the way through to my son graduating high school recently. And uh, now, um, you know, once my kids graduated high school, the pandemic hit. Uh, I had a fiance at the time we broke up. Uh, that was pretty devastating in my life. So that was tough for me to go through. So I just had to go through a lot of things and self reflections and how did I get to this place and all those kinds of things. And then, uh, what really drove me, like I said, to the point where I just had enough, no one there for me, pandemic, you're not going out. The world looks like it's going to end. Uh, people are dying. Even family members of mine have passed away from, uh, pandemic related, you know, illnesses and things like that. So for me, it was just like, wow, what do I do? I'm sitting in the house. And the, the moment happened when I was, uh, sitting watching TV and I really wanted to have some gummy bears. Now, for those who don't know, the gummy bear of choice for me is the, uh, Harry bow. Those things are the best worst kept secret on the planet. If you haven't had them, don't have them. Uh, if you have had them, Try to get off them. They are little little pockets of crack. <laughs> They're little little sugar bombs that that you just can't stop eating. But they taste so good. They reminded me of like now and later's or uh, Kool Aid. That that kind of wonderful fruity intense flavor. But uh, for me, 
I was just sitting there one day watching TV and I said, damn it, I want some effing gummy bears. So I got my butt up. I looked up and saw my shoes and said, let me put them on. And um, being that I was so overweight, my stomach was in the way. I had just become accustomed to it. So what I would do was slide my shoes on first, and then I would bend over and tie my shoes. No big deal, right? So I slide my feet in. No big deal. Normal deal. I get ready to tie my first shoe. I bent over. And it was just, uh, there was a moment where it felt like something was weird. So I kind of stood up like, all right, whatever, no big deal. I took a breath and was like, oh, okay, maybe it's just this tummy, whatever. That's what I nicknamed it, the tummy, right? You know, that's that's what happens when you get comfortable with being overweight. You nickname your fat. So I um was like, cool, let me go on and like put my leg up. So I put my leg up on the couch and bent over. When I did that and tried to tie my shoe, I literally thought I was going to have a heart attack. I mean, everything in my world stopped. I mean, I... I if I told you that I started sweating and and Jesus and God himself sat next to me on that couch, kind of like that uh, moment in the uh, in the uh, Marvel movies where they do the transplane dimensional situation, like, you know, uh, Dr. Strange's body gets pulled out. I had one of them moments. I'm sitting on the couch, God to the right, Jesus to the left. <laughs> and I'm like, holy, you know what? What the just happened to me? I'm sweating profusely. I'm dizzy. And I felt like at that moment, I just found that I was on a path to not being here. And that was the time where I really had to sit down. Now, here's the goddamn fool of this whole story. My ass still got the fuck up and went got the gummy bears. <laughs> That's how good them fucking things are, man. I still got my ass up and got the fucking gummy bears. They were great. I went there and got the fucking king size bag, too. It wasn't like the small pouch that's like for one person. No, I got the fucking family bag. I'm eating like a family for one dude. So I got the big ass bag and I gorged on them. Some them, them things was, ooh, they were good. Uh, I probably had like some fast food or some Chinese food or something with it, too. So after I ate that, it was feeling sick to my stomach the next day I woke up and I said man I gotta do something different so that's what I did I got my butt up and I decided everything I could do and that's why uh, I created the Llewellyn the Fit Foodie exercise plan uh, it's America's number one luxury exercise program and I call it the luxury exercise program because I'm not gonna kill you I'm gonna make you improve your life and enjoy your life through sacrifice that you need to be doing anyway uh, tempering what you eat watching what you eat uh, having a regiment of exercise and some kind of routine where you're moving constantly that you feel good about. And for somebody like me who was an all-American athlete to an all-American couch potato to somebody who I thought was going to die, and now I've transformed my body and lost over 140 pounds in less than a year. So you can do it. And I didn't go crazy. I have had crazy days. I have had hard weeks. I have done some weird things. I've fallen off. I've gotten back on the train. I've uh, gotten close to hurting myself. All these things. I'm going to talk about all of that. But Tales from the Sweatshop is about that experience. What it took to sweat it out, 
dig it out, grind it out, and become a better person. And that's exactly what I'm trying to help share with you. Uh, I'm also going to invite some great special guests, people of all walks of life, good, bad, and ugly, to share their stories so we can really learn from them to find out what works, um, what worked for them, what body type are they, what do they like to eat, what do they like to do, what what is it when they fall off, you know? Some people love soda, some people love candy, some people love, I don't know, ice cream, some people don't like any of it. I wish I was that dude, because sugar is the devil like i'm not gonna lie to you sugar is the worst thing processed sugar with this damn um sacros and corn syrup and every damn thing else they put up in it is wrong so i'm going to explain to you how i got off all that how i really got off carbs how i was able to really incorporate really delicious vegetarian meals in my life and i don't call it veggie i just call it common sense food like you can't eat steak every day and think you're going to be healthy And I dare somebody to tell me you can do that without murdering yourself in the gym every day, doing a thousand sit-ups and a thousand reps and two million miles of running and cardio. Nobody want to live that way. I don't. I didn't. And I do have a plan. If you really want to learn, I'll share all my knowledge with you. What has worked, what hasn't worked. We'll go through the process together. Uh, We'll do a 30-day challenge together week by week, day by day. Uh, We'll keep it interesting, too. So, you know, I have some uh, rapper friends, some MCs, some athletes, uh, some other celebrities, a lot of non-celebrity friends, too, people of all walks of life that just have uh, succeeded and failed like you and me. And uh, that's what's really important about this whole journey that we're on together, how we succeed, how we fail, how we get back up, and uh, how we push for a better tomorrow. And also debunking a lot of this BS. Like, I don't know about you, but when I was in my darkest days and my tummy was hanging over and I could barely like not push away from the table, I would look for inspiration. And all you see is these super fit ass dudes, like women and men that are super fit, got veins going from their neck all the way down to their pinky finger. And I'm like, hold up. Now I'm over 40 and how the hell are y'all looking like that? First of all, most of these cats is young. Some of these people are out here faking it. A lot of these people got surgeries and all the other BS. Man, look, we gonna, we cutting through all that. I'm going to show you how to get fit, be happy, live the best life ever, just how I did it by no gym, during the pandemic, all at home, with my own focus, my own inspiration and finding peace within myself to really look in the mirror and say, I'm not perfect, but damn it, I'm good enough. And good enough is good enough for me. And good enough is more than great enough for this world. So if you want to take yourself from that place you are today, from a place of self-doubt, a place of self-pity, a place of like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do about this situation. Well, join me Uh, every week. I'm going to try to convince you that you can be better than what you are today. That is because you're going to work for it today. You're going to sacrifice for it today. And tomorrow you're going to see a new you and we're going to build on that. The the way this world of energy works is we have a film of possibility in front of us. And it's the energy we put in front of us at that nanosecond of decision that gives us the possibilities. So I want to teach you how to take your possibilities, that energy you have and plant those seeds ahead of you so you can reap the benefits of that. So, uh, hey, join me every week. I'm Llewellyn the Fit Foodie and I hope you really enjoy the show. I'm really looking forward to working with you, encouraging you and being a partner with you in this journey because we're in it together. So uh, this is the first episode of Tales from the Special with Llewellyn. See you soon. Have a better day and a blessed tomorrow.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.